podcast. Frick it. That's how we're starting. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to seductively whisper, welcome to On The Fly. But, you know. Hey, guys. Welcome to the podcast. Works just as well. You can do something like go, welcome to the fly. And then just like, real trap. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to put in that. Trapaholics. Oh, I'm keeping all this in, by the way. This is the official (laughs) beginning. Good, good. Okay. Also, just a heads up, if we do something like, say, I'm going to work out how to actually figure out how to bleep stuff out. Sick. Since this is the first time I've really had to nice say, say something it. awful. No, don't do that, John. Uh, I'm going to say something awful. But any of you guys tell you what I'm gonna do wouldn't mind uh, introducing yourselves by saying words that don't describe yourselves. Mm. So what's the antithesis uh, of you? Okay, oh, wow. can I start? Yes. All right, I am no stalker. I'm... That is my actual name, not the antithesis of my name. Mm. And a little risque there, but go probably on. this podcast's biggest hater. <laughs> Connor? Oh, goodness. Uh, which was if that isn't, that's what we're not. Well, say your name and then the absolute, you know, what you You already said not. his name. I know. I, I, a little bit of a teaser there. Ooh. A little spoiler. Ooh, okay. All right, everyone. I'm Connor. Um, Last name? And, oh, Gata. Connor Gata. Thank you. And I am ugly and stupid. Oh, he did. He's a handsome oh. young man. <laughs> Don't edit that. I, okay. I'm John Corley. I'm a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the Since day one, I remember when he first started it. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Long time listener, first time uh, caster. (laughs) (laughs) What what a beginning. Uh, I feel like you need to introduce yourself in case uh, people have forgotten since the last episode. Uh, Which which Kenny is this, by the way? This is Kenny McCants, and uh, this is the original, not the clone. The clone was quickly disposed of afterwards. Uh, Gotcha. But uh, I'm uh, my pancreas works just fine. Nice. Uh, that's mm. how I describe myself. Second. <laughs> uh, but yeah, today Noah brought some card game, Silicon Valley startups. Please describe this game verbally with as many hand motions as you could gesture. Just to tease the viewers who can't see the hand gestures. And so we can just ooh and ah at his prowess Your of viewers, a, listeners, might be viewees and listeners. Listeners, I like play. that. Okay. Silicon Valley Startups is a card game that is, um, it's not super competitive, it's more of just a fun game. And basically the premise is, it's kind of like Shark Tank. You have a bunch of people who are sort of pitching a company and, or like a startup idea, hence Silicon Valley Startups, and one judge who's gonna choose the best pitch. Um, Where it gets interesting is you're basically fed a randomized num, 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 num. company, <laughs> not that kind of fed. Oh, um, you you get to choose a um, you card you draw that gives a you. One. It's right, right, right. You randomly draw a company name, target user, and an industry, and then you have to come up with a pitch from those three things. And then the judge will usually ask about some sort of hot trend. You got to just come up with on the spot a good reason. 
and a good way that your company is going to address that hot trend. And who's our judge this round? We did a practice round beforehand with John Corley. As the judge. As the less of him, so I suppose I will be judging first. Okay. You are Lord of the Podcast, so. Lord of the Podcast. Gonna put that on my business cards. LinkedIn. (laughs) LinkedIn current job title. (laughs) Lord of the Pod. I meant to mention this. I don't know why I'm saying this now. This is out of place, but it's a really risky move having Noah on here since I've lost now half my viewership. Oh, I'm definitely going to listen. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Never mind. Crisis averted. We can continue (laughs) on as normal. All right, so yes, pick your cards, and then we'll get going. I think I listened to your podcast one time, but then I forgot about it. Very nice. It's the kind of endorsement should we want on the podcast. You You take the two green cards. Oh, yeah, your greens. Yep. There are about to be a lot of questions because the company name card always involves some sort of question for the judge. Kenny, yes. Give me a flavor. Cinnamon. Is that a flavor? That's like a, yeah. That's like a spice. I'm though. going to okay. That is a spice. It's like spicy, cinnamon, sweet, cinnamon sour. Is a flavor. Yeah. No, nah, no. Nah, it's like spicy, sweet, sour. I'm gonna oh, say savory, spooky. rich. Well, how would we feel about Spinky. creamsicle? That's like that's a noun. Though. <laughs> is it, I think that's a flavor. I like that flavor. I'm All gonna right. say orange then. Orange is my flavor. Orange vanilla. All right. What what's you said like orange things. orange <laughs> vanilla? That's what your final thing. That's my final. Final right. clinically does not okay. taste like an orange. Or and then vanilla, uh, a name of a pastry, strudel. All right, I like that word. All right, all right. Give me a verb, please. Shoot, shoot. All yeah. right. Oh, that could be interesting. And then the sound you make when punched in the gut. Kapow. <laughs> really? What? That like, comes out of your mouth when you're punched in the gut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all, right, all right. Also, to verbalize, so they've each picked two cards. I feel like you've mentioned this, but I'm just getting out there. And so the verbs, everything like I give like is on one of those cards. So they're just they're discarding one of those adjectives or flavors or whatever they chose not to go with. So I only have to go with. Yeah. One. Every time yes. we choose an industry or company name or target user, we actually get to draw two cards and then we choose our favorite of the two just to give a little bit of choice in this mostly randomized um, company that we're A little bit of flavor, if you will. Yeah. Okay, so... Ooh. Uh, what... What's the sound that a Frisbee makes when it hit, hits the side of a car? Twink. Twink. Questionable. <laughs> okay, give me a noun. Creamsicle. have to speak up a little bit by the way okay thank you so discard one of those and then take two of the blue ones okay. i'm gonna have to go say it no don't say it actually just discard the one and don't tell us which one you discarded you're gonna wish that you had said something other than creamsicle you want me to show, you? <laughs> you want me to show it to you nope okay <laughs> <laughs> it's not like bad all right, well, you take those two and decide what your company is going to be. I'm going to have Noah start describing, if he's ready, what his... Uh, uh, you know what? I'm actually... Yes. I'm... Oh, my gosh. Dude, no way. No way, dude. The freaking company name that you gave me is is Real? a startup by Harvard students. <laughs> wow. This exists. 
You better, <laughs> your pitch better be better than this that. Is, this is for real, dude. Can I say the name of my company? <laughs> well, no, let's get no pitches and then. Yeah, well, you can hold on to that. We'll circle back. You can go first. No, it's. A no, little, no, I, I think we gotta, we gotta go left. Yeah, yeah, okay. So clockwise. So it's you, me, from Kenny. John. Yes. All right. Not trying to go first or anything, but it's my turn first. Okay. You ready? Um, entice me, please. All right. I'm going to introduce you to a target user who doesn't get capitalized very much. Doctors with hypochondriac patients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These doctors are probably just sick and tired of. No giving their patients. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, yeah. unintended. They are... <laughs> Sorry, I derailed that. Might be. All right. You're going to get back on track here. They're sick and tired of these patients coming in every day, talking about how much they hate their friends who get too close to them when they might be sick. And it's just... It's stressing them out, and these doctors are honestly tired of hearing about it. So, we have come up with a new toy for these doctors to mm. sell to their patients. And it is called Shoot360. Basically, what this toy is, this is a non-lethal weapon that hypochondriacs can use in sort of a twirling motion. You, it's fully automatic. You just... <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you hit the you trigger. You a background check before you get and it. Lit- <laughs> you literally shoot. 360 degrees around yourself to get all your friends to, you know, back up a little bit so they're not sharing their germs. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, I feel like I should clarify, this is firmly in the toy industry. Uh, yes. Nobody's going to be getting um, severely hurt. It's, there is a chance these doctors may get a few more patients due to the use of this toy. But um, honestly, that's just another benefit for the company. So just something to think about. All right. I am now picking two cards that have two different words in there, and I have to ask him how he's going to incorporate this certain thing into the uh, into this. Uh, what do you call it, company or product or yeah, startup. This startup, if you will. How will you incorporate chatbots? Chatbots. Okay. Well, <laughs> so this is an interesting thing. As you may be aware. Toys that are encouraging people to shoot 360 degrees around themselves, they need a little bit of um, an advertising boost. People are not just very quick to jump into that. And so we're going to be using chatbots to fill our target demographics, um, Instagram and other social media platforms, comment boxes with um, basically just pre-written ads for the toys, um, the Shoot360 toys. And usually it's going to be like, Hi, this is Phyllis. I thought you would love to use the Shoot360 toy for your patients because I know you're really sick and tired of hearing them complain. Something like that, that, you know, they're not going to pick up on the fact that it's a bot. I gotcha. Yeah. Very smart. Mm -hmm. I will, my people will call your people. Uh, Connor, please uh, divulge us with information that will make us believe in you all right so i'd like to just before we get into this i'd like to play a little bit of an interactive game here mm. and just i'd like to talk about manhood mm. and i just like for some people to just 
Just shout out when they think of manhood, a few things that come to mind. Should we should we do that? You participate, yeah. Open it up. Frisbee. Unorthodox. <laughs> Shaving. Shaving, that's good. Is it an Upper body one? strength. Upper body strength. <laughs> Raising a family. Raising that's interesting. Yes. Let's Oh. Let's let's follow that train a little bit. If you have a family, what would you want to do with this family? They're like your treasure, and what do you normally want to do with treasure? Hide it. Hoard <laughs> well, it. Sell it? Hoard it. I think normally you want to you want to protect Protector. you want to protect mm. that treasure. There you, uh, go. you know, we've got to dig a little bit over there, which is why we're in the business of home security. Mm. Like you were saying, a lot of what manhood is about is Ooh. protecting your family, mm. protecting your wife, your children, you know, and home security is such a great way to do that. And um, that that sort of leads us, now that we've established that we're in the home security industry, we want to just go ahead and talk about our name. And um, our name is called Strudel Labs. Not to be confused with the Harvard business student startup Strudel Labs under the same <laughs> namesake. This is something different. But we chose the name Strudel Labs because let's let's think about let's let's talk about the parallels between the homestead mm -hmm. and the strudel. Now the home, the home is essentially the physical building of the house is essentially like like the actual edifice of the home. It's the exterior, it's what holds the important thing inside. And that's exactly what home security is. <laughs> home security, the home, is just the protective outer layer to the gooey, some would say fruity, inside. So if the people are the fruit that is inside the strudel, then the pastry is the house. That is why we're called strudel labs, because the strudel, the, the, the dough that covers up what is important, is sort of an analogy to home security. And now we're going to talk about why Strudel Labs, the home security business, is perfect to reach the market of decaf coffee drinkers. Ooh. Now, let's think about Delicious. someone who drinks decaf coffee and compare them to someone who drinks black coffee. Mm -hmm. If you drink black coffee, you're probably strong. You're probably manly. You're not afraid of caffeine. You say, bring it on. If you drink decaf coffee, you're probably weak. You probably, <laughs> you're probably afraid, oh, oh no, I'm gonna, my anxiety's gonna come if I drink this cup of coffee. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, Oh, I'm gonna start getting the twitches and sweat. So you're probably, don't have a gun. You're probably not in the business of protecting your house. But if you drink caffeinated coffee, you know, we're not after people who drink caffeinated coffee because they're probably, you know, ready to protect themselves already. But people who drink decaf coffee, couldn't be me. No, I'm just kidding. I drink decaf every day. <laughs> um, uh, but people who drink decaf coffee, you know, they would need mm -hmm. the strudel labs. So yeah, that's my pitch. All right, I'm very sold on this idea, but I gotta ask, how would you incorporate social media into mm. this company? Ooh. Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. Thanks for asking that, Kenneth. Um, so official. You know, I, <laughs> I really think social media is such a great tool, especially now in the 21st century, how it allows us to really... Um, you know, through ideas such as data mining and cookies, we can see who's going to buy decaf coffee. We can see who's doing this. Then we can make targeted ads on social to reach decaf coffee drinkers exclusively. Yeah. You know, it's all about targeted social media advertising, and that could really take Strudel Labs to the next level. All right. Perfect. My people will be in contact with your people. I look forward to hearing from your people. Oh, fantastic. That's what you should have said after I said that. Okay. Uh, all right, so John Corley, please, I get that card real quick. 
Hey, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, bring us home. Pitch us whatever fantastical company slash startup you have to bring. It's at this point in the podcast that John becomes a little not safe for work. Describing a... How do I put this? You know what? I'm not going to describe it. I'm going to leave that up to your imagination. So I'm going to take this moment to say thank you, Jonathan, for making me have to actually learn how to edit audio and put some effort into this podcast, he said passive-aggressively. So to fill this small section of time, I have pulled up a list of gross-sounding words everyone hates to hear that I will list off so you can get the same vibe we felt from his pitch. Number one, moist. Number two, phlegm. Number three, ointment. Number four, panties. Number five, lugubrious. Number six, curd. Number seven, rural. Number eight, dollop. Number nine, slurp. Number ten, mucus. Number eleven, pulp. This has been 11 words most people find uncomfortable. Anywho, back to our regularly scheduled program. Can I get that orange card? Why? Because I got to choose who I think, whose pitch I'm going to sell it to, who am I investing in. Did I get that little thing? Yes. The microphone passing around. We are recording this on a single cell phone. Rather than actually having our own microphones, because we are. Whose idea was that? Uh, that's we, a great question. We do it yourself. We DIY. do. We do it. We on do the fly. It we do it yourself. Thank you, John Corley. Yes. All right. Let's see. We have Shoot Three Sixty, the three hundred sixty spraying toy that'll encourage people to get away from you. We have very practical. Strudel Labs. We have Strudel Labs Home Security. And we Once have, again, not to be confused with the Harvard PhD students. <laughs> and we have the Fragrance Company. All right. I think I got to give it to Strudel Labs. Uh, the pitch was very in depth. What was that? So, what was that convoluted intro? Honestly, I think that's what drew me in. Man. All right, not me. You did. You did. Not me. Bring it back. Scrambling to connect, like to uh, trains. <laughs> it was a stretch, but thank <laughs> you for that. Okay. All right. Uh, are you the judge Should now? We go round two. Yeah, round two. Uh, so no hit one. me with the questions. Oh, we gotta put these cards on. Give me a bodily function. Oh. Mm. It's always a tempting question. Um, let's say convulsing. Ooh, interesting. And did I give that one to you last time I played? Oh, I think you did. You know, wait, let me, let me do <laughs> no, something else. It, it's fair, because this is a new game. I was just curious if that's why yeah, you said it. That's, that's probably why I thought of it. Uh, a verb ending in ing. Um, convulsing. conversing. <laughs> All right. con- conversing? Con- con- talking. Okay, cool, yeah. Okay. All right, now. There you go. Yes. Give me 
Um, a music genre. Music genre. How about um, uh, country rap? Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, okay, that's it. I have to look at my phone for this one. <laughs> Good. I'm picking up my cards and it's the the, the noggins are turning, if you will. Mm. Or the cogs. <laughs> what? Okay. The wheels are turning. Ooh. I'm looking at Kenny. He's looking somewhat mischievous. Somewhat seductively back at you. Oh goodness. <laughs> The word seductive is too good not to put in everyday conversation. It's debatable. Fair enough. <laughs> How's that ice you're chewing on? You oh, you more, think you can hear it? Do you need more water? Oh, no. Oh, I just know I, I like ice. I need to ask for some... <laughs> we already out here have our company. Oh, I thought... <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, we're you just got any questions? You, okay, give me a noun. A noun? Yeah. Um, uh, mm, boulder. Okay. Yeah, give me a feeling. A feeling. Boulder. Um, uh, panic. I'm curious, which, which one did you go with? Oh, uh, the feeling. The feeling, okay. You're gonna have something having to do with panic. I like it. The panic feeling. Dang, uh, with this red card I just got, that would have been Boulder Code. <laughs> Boulder Code? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I can work with this. I'm ready. Alright, y'all are all ready? Okay, we're gonna go clockwise again. Connor, what do you have for me today? Alrighty. 97% of scientists around the world believe <laughs> that the climate is changing and that humanity is a significant contributing factor to the observable climate change we see. That's why my company is in the business of Antarctic engineering. Now, Antarctica is experiencing with the just rapid deterioration of the icebergs and the sort of impending sea level rise that is happening because of the icebergs is an area of the world that is in specific crisis due to global climate change. One could say that because of all the pressure going around the Antarctic um, in the Antarctic regions right now, that there is no time for procrastinators anymore. Mm. Something has to be done right now. And that's why my company, Chipotle Press, in the business of Antarctic engineering, is targeting these procrastinators who are unwilling to do anything about engineering a sustainable future to climate change. And we're trying to put the pressure on these procrastinators say, climate change cannot wait. We must take action now. And you might wonder, why are they named Chipotle Press? Well, if you think about this, what is the essence of a pepper? What is the essence of a Chipotle pepper specifically? 
fire, something that's hot and melting. And what is it doing? It's pressing. It's putting on the pressure. And that is the essence of what is happening all over the world right now. There is not time to wait. Hire Chipotle Press for your Antarctic engineering needs today. Mm, all right. All right. Really picking up what you're laying down there, Connor. But I only have one question for you. How will Chipotle Press be implementing this latest hot trend tablets into your business model? Mm, Yes. Well, no, that's really a great question. I think tablets offer significant advantages, especially in the world of creating um, like CAD design. There are lots of great um, tablet programs like CAD versions that we can put on tablets and give to our engineers uh, to create models for just different sustainability purposes. And the great advantage of the tablet is that they can work. It's portable. They can take it and... um, and they can work from all too. over. Yeah, they can take it out in the wild. They can be on site using these sort of CAD programs on their tablet to engineer great solutions to uh, sort of speed up the climate solutions that we're working on. All right. Thank you, Connor. Of course. Next up, we have John Corley. What do you got for me? Panic waffles. <laughs> so, I'm listening. Spoiler alert. Panic waffles turned out to be a pretty bad pitch as well. To thunk. So, to fill in this time, I am going to read a recipe for bagels. <clears throat> Step 1. Place the flour in the container of a food processor fitted with the steel blade. Add the salt, yeast, and sweetener and process for 5 seconds. With the machine running, pour, don't drizzle, all of the water through the feed tube. Process about 30 seconds, then remove the cover. The dough should be in a well-defined ball, only slightly sticky and very easy to handle. If the dough is too dry, add water. One tablespoon at a time and process for five or ten seconds after each addition. If it is too wet, add a tablespoon or two of flour and process briefly. Turn the dough out onto a lightly floured counter or tabletop and knead for a minute or two longer by hand, adding as much flour as necessary to make a smooth, tough, very elastic dough. This goes on for five, maybe four more steps, so this concludes this section of bagel instructions. I didn't know what I was going to do until I pressed record, and here we are. I regret that. Once again, back to our regularly scheduled program. All right. Um, thank you, John. I will uh, let that sort of... Let that simmer. Right, exactly. All right. Um, Kenny, why don't you bring us out? I want you all to close your eyes for a second as I bring you into a made-up scenario I'm going to try to piece together right now. You're at the bank. You're in the line. You have soccer practice later to bring your kids to, but, you know, you got to wait for this bank and you got to deposit your checks and maybe take out some money. I don't know. This is all your mind and also my words. So let's meld those two together in this scenario. I'm losing you already. I apologize. All right. Bring it back in, Ken. Pop, 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 pop. What was that? It was gunshots. This is now... Bear with me. A hostage situation. Oh, oh no. Who's in panic? But what? <laughs> <laughs> Different thing. Well, 
But this bit, <laughs> this bank is now ready for some hostage Probably negotiation. At a Waffle House. That is the industry we're going to try to tap into here, is how mm. to properly negotiate with these hostages. But Kenny, you might be asking, what are the target people that will use this new form of hostage negotiation? I'm glad you asked, guys. It's mimes who can't stop talking, which is the perfect oh. person to work in hostage negotiations. On one hand, they look funny. You can trust them. They wake <laughs> up in the morning and they paint themselves. All right? It's not something <laughs> Sounds no one Sounds very do. trustworthy. Yeah. They are trustworthy. And they won't stop talking. Yeah. That is perfect for hostage negotiations because they can negotiate till their hearts run out of fuel <laughs> or whatever happens once you're done talking. This sounded so much cooler in my head and it was so smooth. This is nah, it's no, you, it's, it's working for me. I'm listening. Uh, so without further ado, the company's called the Conversing Club. Oh, a nice Ooh. network. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got really excited when I got Conversing Club. The mimes who can't stop talking. That was exciting for me. But the Conversing Club is a network of mimes who just need to express their heart's desire until their heart's fuel runs out, as mm. said previously. And we can put them to work doing hostage negotiations, have clown cars filled with them, because I assume the clowns and the mimes aren't too far from each other. They're the same subspecies, right? They can all fit in small cars together, so just pile them in there, drive them around town, drop them off at banks, you know? Have them negotiate these hostage situations. All right, interesting. I think the world needs the conversing club. I really like how you've put a positive spin on hostage negotiation. I, I do what I can. My only question is, I just, I was really hoping when you started this that you were going to talk about algorithms. What kind of algorithms will you be using with Conversing Club? I think, if I may, can I use, say Noah? Can I use your first name, Noah? I prefer Mr. Stalkup. Mr. Stalkup. That's never good. <laughs> All right, Mr. Stalkup. <clears throat> I think the most important thing with hostage negotiations is time. Every second wasted is a second lost. As they say, every 60 seconds in Africa, a minute passes. Uh. Uh, and so <laughs> using these algorithms, we will kind of – we'll start to locate most hostage-worthy places. You know, obviously, like I said, banks, very hostage-worthy. Disneyland? Maybe a good place for hostage situations. Waffle House. Waffle House. Uh, the laundromat. Old people homes. All great places to take people hostage. And we're not saying that for our benefit. We're using these algorithms to find these places, to keep these squad cars of mimes who can't stop talking patrolling the area and using them to work mm. through hostage negotiations. Mm. Okay, interesting. Thank you, <clears throat> Mr. Right. Stalkup. Can I, can I say Noah yet, or am I still on Mr. Stalkup? Um, I think after that pitch, you can say Noah. Frick yeah. All right, so let's survey the options here. I only have a little bit of money. Actually, I actually have a lot of money, but it's only <laughs> going to one person. <laughs> we have... Chipotle Press. Chipotle Press. <laughs> Panic <laughs> Waffles. And conversing, conversing club. club. Hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and confidently rule out panic waffles. 
to give context, John has just gone to the bathroom about a minute ago. And upon hearing his pitch has not been chosen, <laughs> has screamed across the apartment, Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, fingers crossed, fingers oh, crossed, gosh. fingers crossed. This is close. <laughs> Chipotle Press and Conversion Club. Well, all right. Here's the deal. Taking care of the environment is a big issue, big modern issue mm. that gets a lot of attention. But so is so much attention that I don't think my money needs to be contributing mm. to this cause. Understood. <laughs> I'm going with Conversing Club. Thank you very much, Kenny. Thank you, thank you, Noah. It's oh my gosh, I'm so excited. That Noah was well earned. <laughs> Final round. <laughs> All right. It's just how it happens. Mr. Gata, can yes. I get a bodily function? Flex. You got bodily function Flex. again? I did, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. Yep. Might I have an emotion, sir? Ecstasy. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. I like it. All right, and also... Give me the sound a vacuum makes. Vroom. If you would. <laughs> uh, these are both pretty good. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, Alright, I can't go into the... I have chosen my ecstasy-related card. There we go. That sounded... <laughs> um, <laughs> Give me the battle cry of a giant monster in battle. For Narnia. Ecstasy. Yeah. Uh, mm. oh. oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh. John, we're gonna lose like half what you said. Give me the battle cry. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, bro. In battle. Hmm. Oh, I just took this from the wrong file. I was like, Arg. this is my last card. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, give me a hobby crafting. Or just craft, whatever works best. Oh, I'll take craft. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm excited for this one. My cards are coming together here. I like to set people up with good ones, you know? Like, I want it to yeah. sound like... Sound real. So I can pick from two of these? And then you choose one. Yeah, you one. choose two, yeah, and I, then you I, I We've been playing for three rounds now. Oh, really? I've been taking what I get. That explains <laughs> some things. <laughs> okay. Alright, I want to hear from... Um, <clears throat> Frick is this. I want to hear from uh, Mr. Corley first today. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I think he might need a minute on this one. No, minute. I don't need a minute. Oh, no, he's ready. I'm ready. Ready. Okay. In a surprising turn of fate, this next pitch actually was appropriate. It just kind of felt weird not starting out one of John's pitches without a interlude. So I just thought I'd put this here. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. Um, I guess while I'm here, uh, might as well just continue to advertise the fact that we're eventually doing an episode where we rank all the Harry Potter films based on hairstyles. I didn't really need to advertise that, but it feels weird not doing it at this point because we are doing it at some point. And I guess if anyone's actually listening to these, feel free to send us a message at my personal Instagram, darkwebkenny. It's dark underscore web underscore Kenny. Just kind of curious. I know there's at least three of you out there listening, but you never know.
feel free to send us a message and let us know what you think. Uh, yeah, back to the thing that we talk and words are said. What's the first band that comes to mind when you think of 1970s rock from Germany, but take out all organic elements of the music? Abba. Kraftwerk. Mm-hmm. So there are many fans of Kraftwerk across the globe. Mm-hmm. Many of whom are young couples looking mm-hmm. to get married. So we at Kraftworks we pride ourselves in our ability to organize weddings for people who want to cosplay as these trailblazers of electronic music in their weddings. Mm. And that's about all there is to it. That's that's a very niche market you have. We have a we have a passion for fans of of 1960s, 1970s German electronic crowd rock music. That's interesting. Now I got a question for you, Mr. Corley. Um, you said the name of your your group is called Kraftworks. Yes. Yeah. So I would just. What do I do if I don't? I literally don't know what this means. Can I just change that <laughs> for something just else? Choose the next one. Well, no, the next one. The I think next... those are just batteries. <laughs> Okay, I mean... Neither of these really apply. Uh, you can choose the Pick another one. Okay, another sorry. One. Those just don't make any sense. No worries. Uh, oh, okay, here's a good one. So can so can you talk to me a little bit about how Kraftworks is going to just integrate a self-actualization? So with each ceremony, with each wedding ceremony, we have... Modular synthesizer setups that allows our users, our customers, mm-hmm. our craft work cosplayers to go in and create their own song for their own ceremony. Mm. It's, it's a very personal thing, and they get to take it home in an MP3 format at the end of the wedding, mm. each ceremony, mm-hmm. just for the memory. We have a, we we video the entire ceremony, and we cut it down into a music video to go with this song that they created. Very and how does that relate to self-actualization? Very sentimental. It it puts them in the place of craftwork themselves. Oh, so they've elevated themselves to this status <laughs> of their idols. Oh yeah. That's that's epic. That's right. Wow. Very good, Mr. Corley. I'll hold on to this for now. Mr. McCants, I'd like to hear what you have for me today. I think there's a part of the... Professional cheerleaders. That's what we're talking about today. That's our target user. That's the card I've just put down in front of me. And I'm now talking about professional... <laughs> Sorry. Just so, the idea. So, it's, it's just the idea has me choking. Very funny. Mm. <laughs> what? Continue. I will. Professional cheerleaders. But you know, sometimes they just don't have the spirit they used to. You think it's because they're going through a phase? You think it's because Brad broke up with them? Mm. No, mm. it's because they needed exorcism. 
That is our industry word. <laughs> a t- a tale as old as time. You could say they didn't just lose their spirit. They, they like lost their spirit. They lost spirit. their spirit. <laughs> that is the industry card I've just put down for exorcism. Now, usually we think of men in cloaks or frocks coming and exorcising the demons out of them. But let's get real. This is the 21st century. You know what co- how much it costs to rent a frock? Through the roof. Mm-hmm. So now, with our new product name, the name of the Flex Factory, we are going to exercise those demons out of you literally. Oh, it's literally exercise. Oh, it is literally exercise. A special gym just for exercising out demons. Demons? Demons. A treadmill as fast as the speed of light. A bench press that's bench pressing the weight of whales, if you will. The country and the animal. Those demons will be exercised from your body. I am words hard. (laughs) Mr. Gata, I think I've made a very clear picture of my company, but if you have any questions, please... Mr. McCants, I would I would love to ask you some questions. This is just such an intriguing idea to me, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll go ahead and I, I I'd love to ask you more than two and I grabbed four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> admittedly, um, I'd love to ask you more than two. So but <clears throat> just to please fire away. Specifically, um, what I'd like to talk to you today about is um, is the idea of personalization. How are you going to really? make this unique to each demon-possessed cheerleader. Um, and, and, and I think it's interesting. One thing I'd like to add is just how cheerleaders, people in the business of exercise, they are using their own means, their own craft to take out the demons. How much of a great personal victory that would be for these individuals to drive out demons by being active. Very, very genius idea on your behalf, Mr. McCants. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, I think it's obvious that you know, exorcism is a very personal thing. Uh, you know, so it's very personal. You know, the demon is demon specific. You know, if you have, let's say, a demon that specializes in torture, you know, you gotta torture that person just a little bit. You know, maybe put some spikes in the bottom of that treadmill so their feet is hurt. You know, as they're running. You know, or maybe you have a demon that specializes in gluttony. You know, you starve that person. You put them in a room and you never let them out. Until they've just just about starved. Uh, so that is about, you know, personalization for getting them out. But once you're, you know, out of the process, once the demon has been exercised, it's all about self-reflection and, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of you know, a victory lap. Mm. We have, you know, just a staff on hand. Like, they don't help train because obviously we just throw them in and exercise the demon out. You know, our staff on hand are just to congratulate them to come out, you know, hey – Let's go grab a bite to eat. Let's celebrate the fact that you've exercised and exorcised. Exercised and exorcised. Yes. That's great. I love mm-hmm. it, Mr. McCann. Thank you. No, All right, Mr. Stalkoff. <laughs> All right. That's a tough pitch to follow, but I'll do my best. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm so excited about this pitch. I don't know where to begin. Let me paint you a very sad picture. You're a kid in high school. 
<laughs> maybe maybe you just came from a Waffle House. <laughs> it sounds like that demographic, to be honest. And you're about to you're about to do it, take an IQ test, mm. but things aren't looking too bright. I mean, you just came from a Waffle House, so. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I, I seem to have choked the judge. My deepest apologies. Oh, you're good. So what do you do? You cheat on that IQ test. Oh, yeah. Mm. You find someone who knows the answers, copy those answers down as best you can, mm. and if everything goes according to plan, those answers end up on the test, and you have, mm. successfully or not, you have cheated. Mm-hmm. Successfully or not, <laughs> given given the target user, it generally it's not successful. But that's regardless. That's beside the point, if you will. Um, what we want to do is take these these very sad people who are not mm-hmm. confident in their own mental capacity mm-hmm. to think, and we are going to. Offer consulting for them. Mm. Something mm-hmm. that will take them from the depths of despair mm. into the heights of ecstasy mm. at their own Whoa. at their own brilliance. And really the key to this process. You mm. start out, you know, basic things. Addition, subtraction, contractions <laughs> in, in language, you know. Uh, grammar, stuff like that. And you work your way up to the big boys. Mm-hmm. Letters and math. Mm. Self-reflective artworks. Things like that. Mm. And it is at this point that you realize you have made it to a new level of ecstasy. And so our company name is Hello Ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> Centered around that point of Enlightenment, if oh, you will, yeah. Oh, yeah. when you gain the level of someone who no longer needs to cheat <laughs> on their IQ test. I, know I love it. Well. All right, Mr. Stalkup, that was amazing. I have, I have a question for you. Um, so how would, oh yeah, how would Hello Ecstasy utilize ergonomics? Ergonomics, <laughs> that is a very interesting question. You see, it has been scientifically proven that people with um, especially low IQ tests value ergonomics more than anyone else. Really? They need all the help they can get, so. It's, it just, it speaks to the mindset of comfort over personal growth. Mm. Um, and so, with our, our patented training chairs, they are extremely ergonomic. Ooh. In fact, the student Many students have said that they had a hard time getting out of the chair because of how comfortable it was. Dang. They felt ecstasy in that thing, right? That's right. That's right. (laughs) And this contributes to a longer retention of of attention. Retention of attention, baby. And just more dedication. That'd be a great band name. Extended periods of ecstasy. Once I figure out that math problem. Patients have experienced extended periods of ecstasy. It's a side effect from our um, our very ergonomic um, study chairs. So that's that's just one of the many ways that we like to make things comfortable for our students. Mm, I love it. I want to let you know. I'm adding what he said. Retention of attention 
to a list of bands that started. And the only other name is something you said a while back, Connor, which was uh, Desperation for an Explanation. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like a hardcore band. <laughs> That sounds like something uh, my target user would have. A lack of comprehension <laughs> or something. Yeah. All right. This, admittedly, has probably been my favorite round yet. Um, two, three absolute bangers. But I got to give it to Mr. Stall Cup. Let's Came go. through at the end there. That was really dang good. But all y'all's was really good. That was awesome. Thank you. Well, that was Let the low IQ students yeah. flock to me. Yes. <laughs> And so it begins. Silicon Valley Startups. Yeah, Silicon Valley Startups. It's a great game. Pick it up at your local store that sells games. We're not done yet. What? We're not done yet, are we? We're just going to press the 10 button on this. (laughs) We'll see where it goes.